Hey everyone, welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. And today we are probably in part two of Sherlock Holmes mode. Um, so I'm super, super excited because this one's going to be a real good laugh. Um, Brandon's probably going to get some hate um, from somebody, but he always does. And that's what, I think that's what he sort of likes. So I, it's why he builds up his muscles. Um, today we are going to do how to spot a crypto scam. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you wear harder than a day job would the answer you build passive income on the passive buddies podcast we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom welcome to the passive buddies podcast brandon let's go mate this is gonna be a laugh yeah so i actually did a video uh the other day i think it was yesterday actually uh, we were supposed to do a podcast yesterday and i was like I was up till midnight, um, which I never do because I usually go to bed like eight o'clock in the morning, uh, in the evening. And, um, I was up researching this scam, putting the video together. And then I, I think I scheduled it at midnight and then for eight o'clock the next morning. And so I wasn't going to wake up three hours later, four hours later because I need my beauty rest. And so I, um, ended up getting up and doing the podcast the next day at 4am with you. But, um, yeah, man, there are so many scams just online. And and if you haven't watched our, or listened to our episode about MLM scams, definitely check out our previous episode. But, uh, in this one, it was about a, uh, a crypto scam that a, a guy who actually I have known for quite a, you probably know him too. Um, from the ClickFunnels community, where I remember uh, Mario, do you remember Mario? Maybe not, but essentially, <laughs> I, it's probably the I, second I, name that'll give it away. But right, we'll wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use this full name, but I don't even know if it's his full name. It might be a, a, a fake name, but I, um, I met him in uh, ClickFunnels. And we did um, online marketing and we were in the One Funnel Away Challenge together. And I'm guessing you have a link to that. So if you guys want to join the One Funnel Away Challenge, definitely check out the link below um, because I'm, I'm guessing there is something, uh, there is some good use to that program. I definitely got learned a lot from it. So definitely check out that link below. But when I met him, uh, he did the program and then joined this, uh, the Sam funnel, which is the, um, I don't, do you remember the Sam funnel? Sam funnel. Yeah. It was secret affiliate machine. No. Okay. Well, it was like essentially a business in a box. Right. Okay. And you create this like a landing page and it kind of walked you through of like downloading click funnels, downloading downloading this funnel and then downloading click funnels signing up for click funnels so that because it, it's a one step download or whatever and then down um signing up for um active campaign so it was just a bunch of affiliate links in a sense but it was okay. telling you how to build it and then then you went out and sold it but essentially what it had is when you were going through this and you're at the very end it was like buy traffic so you buy traffic for solo ads and that's what they, they were promote not promoting, but they had a traffic source that wouldn't go, um, there long story short, uh, he was stealing traffic because he had scripts in click funnels that would redirect all the traffic they were paying for to his own funnel and stealing all the, the traffic sources that they were paying for. 
And so I caught him on that. And he was like, oh, I don't even know what is uh, ethical and not ethical in affiliate marketing. So like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're stealing, stealing like traffic. Yeah. And their money. Um, be, yeah. Because essentially they're paying them uh, subscription costs because they're affiliates, but then they're stealing their traffic. So like that's counterproductive of affiliate marketing. Anyways, I saw that he was in this program, this ecosystem called, um, we'll call it the den. I won't add the whole name just in case. Okay. Um, and so, uh, the den of wolves. We'll say. <laughs> <laughs> so the den of wolves was, um, and they talk about F you money. So they're fully like broed out and they're just a bunch of, um, sketchy people. But I, um, was looking at their transaction transaction history and i was looking at uh you know the number one sales of the crypto was this one person so crypto is in, in a sense a ponzi because you need more money to come in to come in versus the money that's going out so he was a uh, one of like the he was they said he wasn't part of the team but he was in all the promotional material he was like the the really the he was one of the four quote unquote partners i would say but he was selling most of the tokens that he had and dumping on the rest of the people while promoting it so he was saying buy this token we'll hold your hold or guard your guard. Uh, they say guard your guard. And um, that might give it away, but that's okay. Because um, I already have it on YouTube. And so they were essentially saying, buy this thing while they were the ones actually just dumping on the new, the new sellers. And then he made like $4 million. And so, um, and then another person was like $9 million, but all, like the price went from $2 or like $0 all the way up to $20. And then when they were dumping on people, it went down to $2. So all the people that bought at $3 and up pretty much lost all their money because it's now worth less than they actually got into. And so as he was, what, what a lot of people would call like a pump and dump scheme. They were pumping up the price with other people's money and saying, you know, get into this new crypto. It's, it's an E, it's a, it's amazing crypto that is um, a treasury asset using all sorts of marketing lingo, lingo to make it seem like it was better than it was. And then they were dumping their tokens on uh, the new buyers and making out with like bandits. And so what I, me in my Sherlock Holmes style, uh, I was looking for who this, whose wallet was this one? Because uh, a friend of mine who is in our inner circle was like, He's been trying to get me into this wolf den. I was like, man, I know the people that are involved. I just don't have a good feeling about it. Um, they just have a bad history. He's like, no, no, they're super smart. They're, they, they, they talk, you know, intelligently about, you know, the product and how it works. And they, they're very like methodical about it. It's really good. And I was like, nah, you know, I'm not, that's not my thing. Um, I just, just don't trust the people that are there. And so two days ago, he messaged me. He's like, man, you were right. Like they, this one wallet has been dumping on us. We went from 21, like $20 down to $2. And like I sold, luckily he was still in profit, but he sold like 95% of his shares or crypto tokens 
And he's like, this one wallet, can you like figure out whose it is? And I was like, I bet you it's Mario's. And like, I didn't even do anything. I didn't even look into anything, but I figured it was his just because of his past. Um, he was called the rogue banker. Um, so like just his names, obviously he's just a shady character. And so I went in and looked at the wallet and, um, was like, okay, uh, whose wallet is this? And so obviously the whole blockchain is, um, it's an open ledger. So you can follow transactions. You can see where things are going. And so I needed to piece this wallet with someone else and how they were tied together. And so I looked at the wallet and inside the wallet, there was um, a few NFTs. And the NFT, NFTs are like, um, we talked about it in a, another podcast. So definitely check that out. And uh, what I think it was what NFTs were or what the future of crypto is hmm. or play to earn gaming. All those might have uh, <laughs> a thing about it. So definitely check those out. But um, they had uh, these four NFTs, and then they had um, a another NFT that kind of just solved the case really easily. And I didn't even look at that last NFT, but I, the four NFTs were this other cryptocurrency called Floki, which which was very popular. Like a lot of people uh, was kind of like the Doge, the Shibu, she knew, she knew, and then um, Floki, and those were like the the top dog coins in a sense. And this coin was growing exponentially because they had good marketing behind it. Hmm. And so I, I looked at the blockchain and I saw the, um, the NFT and I was like, okay, where did this NFT come from? Because it couldn't, it wasn't minted because uh, it was, it showed on the transaction history that it wasn't, it was transferred from another wallet. And I was like, okay. So I took that first address that was dumping on people. I looked up in the blockchain. I saw that I had this NFT on OpenSea. And then I looked at the transaction history and it came from another wallet. And so I went to that wallet and the wallet had, was named uh, DexHawk, D-E-X Hawk. And I was like, that's an uncommon name. Uh, who else goes by that? Like, I'll just Google in quotes DexHawk. And lo and behold, it showed up as Mario. And, um, but I, I was doing research. I actually looked at Floki and in the hall of fame, in the hall of fame, uh, I would say the hall of shame rather. Um, it was, it showed his, um, face as Dex Hawk. And then it showed his, um, I found it on Google and I searched Google and his YouTube was called Dex Hawk, but he went by OX. O or zero X, which is kind of like the thing, the first two digits of um, MetaMask, each address starts with OX. And I found he went by OX DexHawk. And so I found that he actually, um, in a few articles said that he so, like withdrew all of his tokens and dumped it on the Floki holders, similar to what he was doing with, um, uh, the den of wolves and uh, I think of the name when I said it earlier and um, essentially that he was doing the same thing and it just multiple articles saying that, you know, the reason why Floki failed was because uh, Mario was dumping tokens before anyone else could on him. And so it crashed the whole project. And so he was doing the same thing with the wolf of dens ecosystem. 
And so, and then one of the other NFTs was a little, uh, was a, I called it, I think they called them bougie, bougie bullies. And that was the NFT set. And right on the NFT within this wallet had uh, Moon Boy Mario on it. So, I mean, I didn't even need to do all the research. It was like blatantly <laughs> obvious. And, um, and then I took that and I connected it with all the other uh, wallets that were all the other people in the program. They all had their own bougie um, um, bullies NFT in their own wallets. So pretty much I figured out that all of the people in the project were just dumping on their holders. And now the they're pumping up the price right now, but I can definitely see it dropping even more after the hype runs out, especially after my video, um, the, they, uh, they got my one video, got all of them talking. And I was one of my, the buddy who was like, I, I, you were right. Blah, blah. He started sending me screenshots of their telegram saying like, they were saying all these crazy things about me, but then a lot of people were coming to comment on the video which essentially just boosts the YouTube algorithm anyways. Which so, makes it even more. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then more people see it, which was great because then it's it got a bunch of likes and uh, views. And so I, um, I, yeah, I just comment back to them and say, oh, what do you mean? Like, how is any of the thing? I was just taking facts and mm. connecting the dots. And they were like, Oh, you're spreading FUD, FUD, which is fear and certainty down. I was like, no, I'm not like I'm one, I'm not fearful of what you guys are doing. I'm definitely certain that you guys are being dumped on. And I have no doubt that I'm not wrong. I'm completely sure that I'm right because this is all the proof. And so, um, which then just boosts again, boosts the YouTube algorithm. So it was great. And to, to kind of call them out, um, I'm sure. And you obviously get like, legal threats and all that, but they have nothing really that I didn't call them scammers. I didn't, you know, I wasn't saying any kind of deflammatory names or anything like that. All I was showing was, you know, this is my research. This is, um, connecting the dots. So they had nothing really that they could do anything about it. So, uh, in doing so it just, I, I call it the Trump effect. Um, and I think that's, and I don't know if I coined this term or someone else did. I'm sure someone else did, but essentially Trump, uh, what he, all his, he had, he was a good marketer in a sense, because no matter what you were either on his side or against him, but people would talk about him and in doing so people that didn't know him would go and see what he was talking about because someone else talked about him and then they could decide on it if he was for him, if they were, if Trump was for them or not. Mm. So I would uh, create a piece of content that was controversial, um, against the community, which was the den of wolves. And then they would go talk about it and see my post and then decide for themselves, is he right or is he wrong? And so I call that the Trump effect, because if you're able to get other people to talk about you, then the person that is going to do the research about you is going to decide on if they like you or not. And say, for instance, you have, uh, things are 50, 50, like they either like you or don't like you, but if people don't know about you, that, um, 
are talking, like if someone's negative and they're saying, Oh, this guy's horrible. You're not going to like him. This is what he said. And they research them. There's a, there's a 50% chance there that they're going to like you or they're going to dislike you. So if you're saying credible things, then I think they're going to like you. Mm-hmm. So then that in turn adds more people to your side than against you. And so that's why I think that Trump did so well is because he had that Trump effect. And so I kind of put that in my playbook and as a, as a way to put out honest truth about these different projects and then let the people that are like hateful against what I said, because they're part of that community, tell other people. And then they end up deciding if what I said was actually factual or if they're just going to close their ears off and not take in any kind of information. Do you know that video you're talking about is averaging 11 views per hour? You've got, oh. <laughs> you've got like, I'm literally on the stats at the moment. <laughs> um, you've got 24 comments already. You've got 31 likes. You've got just under 400 views. Like, and people are talking. People are talking, mate. Um, and I have and, a small channel. Like, I don't have a big yeah. channel at all. Yeah, so like I've seen channels with like like fifty, sixty thousand subscribers when they release a video, like averaging like two views per hour, <laughs> and you're like on eleven. Um, imp- impressive, impressive. And as you say, like it's just it's just your findings. Obviously, you've obviously gone as unbiased as you can, gone and picked, followed the trends, followed the patterns, and obviously, like obviously, come up with obviously what you've. Did, like obviously decided which is you're not even involved in the project so it's like it's and you've, not been bit, it. and you've not been burned by the project so it's a case of like well you've got no you've got no emotional hatred towards it like you've got no like emotional positivity towards it it's just you've gone and connected the dots and um, what i do like is obviously it absolutely highlights obviously for people who were scared about getting into crypto and scared about like like getting caught in one of these scams like doing your own research is is definitely it's definitely like so important especially in these industries like obviously people are losing like money hand over foot um or hand over fist um and it's obviously it's scary like especially for new people who are trying to make that quick quick dollar um which i don't believe actually exists um you've really got to you've got to do that research and you've got to be very careful and go and look at both sides of the coin, go and follow people that you actually trust, go find counter people and then make your own decisions. Because like, there's a lot out there, like obviously inflation prices and then obviously dumping all the coins and like that, that's just, it's, it's just not good. It's, it's crazy, but it will happen. And this won't be the last time um, it'll happen. It'll just be a case of that's, something you've got to be very careful also going after like the likes of bitcoin likes of ethereum where you can actually have a bit more of a stable life um it does mitigate that risk yeah and i mean a lot of those for me my strategy obviously is the play to earn games but it's it's that's why i love crypto it is a game i mean it's how quickly can you get your money out um and make 100 percent of your profit before it goes to zero in a sense and a lot of these games, these crypto games, like for instance, um, we're in Axie Infinity, we're in Pegaxie, we're in uh, Boxies, you know, all sorts of different assets, but they consistently mint me more crypto. And it's a fun game to, well, I don't find it fun, but a lot of people find this game fun to play. 
And so there's new people coming in, they're, they're playing. And then I take my, the crypto from the scheme and I buy the hard, not the hard assets, but the long-term assets, the BTC, the Bitcoin, the Ethereum. And then I use that. And if you haven't watched our infinite money loop, that's the start of my infinite money loop is having where I essentially stake my crypto and then borrow against it and buy real estate. So um, definitely watch that episode uh, or listen to that episode if you want to learn more about that. But yeah, I mean, do your own research, check the team out. Um, obviously there's with Bitcoin, it's well known. There's no um, founder in a sense, it's an anonymous team in a sense, but then there are other projects that are not anonymous that um, our like Time Wonderland was a, a great project. And we talked about, not a great project, but we talked about it um, in, I think the last episode where um, people were in the infinite money loop where they were looping their money. So definitely there's a lot of value in that episode, but with, where there was a team that was fully doxed and it ended up being that, that one of the, the doxed members was actually a serial scammer. And it came out that he wasn't, he was in charge of like this treasury that had like $4 billion in it. And he was known for, uh, stealing like a bunch of money out of an exchange and running off with it. And his partner at the time, uh, had a mysterious death in India. It's a, it's a, I think it's on YouTube or there's a huge documentary on, Netflix. on it. Yeah. I think so. It might be on Yeah. We, we caught a bit of that. Uh, yeah. The other day. It's a good, it's a good uh, Netflix episode, but yeah, it, it, he was fully doxxed, um, quote unquote, and they didn't know his history. So uh, that's one thing, the safe moon, I don't know if you guys well, know safe moon, they were fully doxxed and they've been just draining liquidity um, and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So I'm sure there'll be a Netflix series about that, but obviously just if you're, if you're new to crypto, um, then I would literally just buy and hold Bitcoin or Ethereum into a, a, a ledger wallet and just like sit on it for the next 10 years. Um, like you would with real estate. Um, you can do other things like staking where you get a, uh, small rewards every single month, kind of like dividends or like, uh, kind of like cash flow with real estate. But if you are a DGEN like me, who uh, understands risk tolerance, and then definitely uh, you can get into other projects. And that's where doing your own research is super important because you wanna make sure that you can get your money, 100% of your money back out, put it back into your hard assets, and then let the rest of it ride. So uh, things that I look for is I always check out social media. I check out if the uh, who's selling and the selling pressure versus who's buying. I look at the wallets. Um, I check to see like, are those wallets creating multiple contracts or is it just the one project they're involved in? Um, how many similar contracts, smart contracts? Um, the contracts are, are lines of code that kind of build the ecosystem in a sense of how tokens are minted. Like, is there a fee when you buy it? Is there a fee when you sell it? Um, can they make it so that you can't, um, mint any more tokens or, or is there a minting function at all? Can they lock up the tokens where you can't sell them at all? And it's a honeypot. Um, so obviously you want to check and search the contract and then use tools. Like, um, I think it's called, 
might be PooCoin, but DexScreener has one that tells you like more information. Like, is it a honeypot? Uh, is there similar contracts? They have like, I think it's called Safe You, where it uh, shows you like a little rundown of how safe this contract is. It gives you a score. So there are lots of things that resources that you can use. I'll give um, Brian a list of those to add in the show notes. So if you guys want to do your own research, definitely uh, check that out. Um, you can subscribe to my podcast. I go over a bunch of things and don't just go by my YouTube, subscribe to a lot of people's podcasts in the crypto space and learn what they're doing and what, uh, how they do research. And then also check, I don't really trust this uh, Telegram. So I only really go on people's discords. If they only have a discord, or sorry, if they only have a Telegram that I try and stay away from that project because I just don't trust uh, Telegram at all. Um, and I go over a video how you can uh, stay safe because Telegram is a sketchy place. Uh, so definitely check out that YouTube. Um, but yeah, I mean, just it's it's better to lose a little bit of money than all of your money. Uh, so I mean, I would definitely do your own research on each project that you get into, like I do. Um, some other tip. I mean, what what would you? What questions do you have, Brian? I know you had one before we started. Uh, the podcast will like, we'll save it for the actual podcast. I think it was about the hate, wasn't it? Like how much hate do you actually get from these, from these like exposures? And I was like, I was just reading, like scrolling through the comments on, on the one that you did release. Um, and it's just, it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> it's when like someone, someone was like, you, do you have a lot of assumptions in the podcast? I'm literally like, looking at that one. Yeah. And I was like, what? There's no assumptions at all made. I, I literally show you like, it says moon boy Mario on it. It says, uh, this is a, a wallet transferred like Floki and guard are things that this person has promoted and they're in his wallet. Like all these, Oh, and I mean, I didn't even show this, but in a video of him, it literally shows his wallet and I didn't have, uh, I, I saw that after when I was doing more research. So it wasn't actually in that video, but yeah, I mean, the, there's no assumptions to be made. There's literally just facts. Um, so it's, it's funny. I, I think the, the founder, um, was in a, um, one of the groups I'm in, he had an interview with, uh, the group member and about the, the actual ecosystem and i posted my video right on there and he uh he said thanks for that link um and then we'll be in contact and i one of my friends posted um of a screenshot of the telegram and they're like one of the one of the team members of that are in this team said oh he's gonna be in so much legal trouble we're gonna go after him and then right after uh the actual owner of the project um was like i was told to let it let it go don't give him more um views and attention to his videos because then more people are going to see it so obviously they're trying to hide things because they don't want <laughs> people they don't want my trump effect to uh to obviously get people to actually know the truth but i mean i get i don't think i get too much hate nor do I really care, to be honest. I mean, it's I'm just informing people of what I've seen. They can make their own conclusions, um, their their own individual. But um, a lot of people. I mean, 
it's not like I'm making things up. So I never really had uh, an issue in a sense. So um, I, yeah, I, I haven't really got anything where I was like, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to get in trouble for this because I, I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm saying, like, I'm not talking about their character. I'm just pointing, um, I'm just talking about what is on the blockchain. This is what this wallet is. This is who it's connected to and make your own conclusions. And they can't really, I'm not saying that he is a thief. He is, um, you know, anything about their character. So I can't really be, um, I guess in trouble for that because all I'm stating is facts. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely love it i've really enjoyed this episode it's a it's been quite insightful um so just to confirm brandon is going to give me a document obviously a bit of a checklist of how you can how you can avoid that like some crypto scams like things to look out for little bits of research that you can take a look at so we'll get that over to me i'll put that in the show notes in the youtube descriptions guys um, and thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and i will see you on the next one Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to that latest episode of the Passive Buddies podcast. I hope you absolutely loved it and took so much value from it that you can go and make a difference in your life, in your finances, in your family's life. If you want to know more and if you want to connect with us on a more personal level, ask some questions, learn step-by-step how to make passive income online and the marketing strategies behind it, then there is a link to our free group below. Definitely click that link join the free Facebook group and let's connect and let's help you get to your next steps. See you on the next episode, guys.